0: Welcome back to the Pretty Bubbles podcast with myself, Daryl, and today I'm talking about Matt. Jamie will be on at some point, but he's uh, doing something called work. Um, I, don't know, I don't know why you do that Tuesday at 10 o'clock. Anyway, we're uh, we're back today talking World Cup and England, but before we do that, I'm going to pass to you, Matt, for the handles, just as you take the cup of tea. Um, go ahead.
1: Yeah, guys, you can, as always, uh, get in touch with us on all of your regular social media platforms. On Twitter, we are Bubbles underscore podcast. On Facebook, we're Pretty Bubbles Podcast. And on Instagram, we're Pretty underscore Bubbles underscore podcast. Um, if you're on YouTube watching this right now, which many of you probably will be, don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video goes live. And of course, you can find us on your regular podcast platforms as well, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the like.
0: Excellent. How you doing, mate? All right?
1: Yeah, not too bad. It was a, an all right start to the tournament for England yesterday, weren't it? So uh, that was a good little
0: booster to the start <coughs> of the week. Mm, good start and it's good to be on. Well, some might say it's not good to be on too early in the tournament, but to be the second game to get us out of the way. Yeah, good start. Poor start to the tournament, I might add, I think, but a good start for England.
1: Yeah, I think... The, uh, I mean, the tournament's had its issues already and things are coming out around like attendances being completely made up when they're more than yeah. the capacity of the stadium. I think the Ecuador-Qatar uh, game was a bit of a, a damp squid to start with. Um, and then there's been issues around ticketing and things like that as well. Uh, people not being able to get into stadiums. Stories coming out from the Wales game yesterday about the Rainbow Bucket hat being confiscated mm-hmm. from... Uh, from people trying to get into the stadiums so yeah it's on the pitch it's been pretty mediocre for most part apart from the england game being the most exciting uh, and off the pitch it's been pretty pretty poor from what we're hearing back here
0: yeah no i i, I agree um it's just i think i actually i, I very rarely listen to talk spot anymore just because there's a few people in there now that i can't stand one of them being gabby bolerhor who is an absolute helmet <laughs> um, but they showed a bit of a clip of um, Peter Shilton just saying like this is like this is the biggest the biggest world, like football show on earth that you can have every four years and right now it's being overshadowed by political things um, obviously the bribe like the, the, the the money going into Qatar and stuff, like that. it just doesn't work um, and right now I know the World Cup really hasn't Hadn't start to England, England played yesterday, and now today you've obviously got Messi playing, you've got France playing. But it doesn't seem anyone's really talking about the football as of yet.
2: What do you think, Hello. Jamie? <laughs> oh, <laughs> apologies for the delay, lads. Uh, you pretending you actually have a job. <laughs> I've got to act sometimes. <laughs> uh, so I guess the, uh, the topic is about the World Cup as far. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, but not so much for football, more it being overshadowed.
2: Yeah, with obviously the one love, Armand, being stopped. I thought that was poor by the FA. I thought they should have kind of took their medicine, actually wore it personally, but that's my opinion. Uh, Uh, While you're on that, though, because I do agree with you,
0: but then... Someone put yes, I can't remember who it was on TV. Oh, like right, you do that. Harry Kane's the captain, so you send Harry Kane out with the one with the one love armband on. He gets a booking, right? So he's got a booking for technically nothing, and then he gets booked in a later round, and then misses one of our big games. Surely, just obviously, he should wear it, but him not wearing it could potentially save him and the country missing a massive game for us.
2: I think the message is though that you're putting the football above the One Love campaign, which is the argument they're making.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, you're only playing the World Cup once every four years.
2: Out of interest, does the bookings reset after the group stage or does it not? After the round of 16, I think. So, i would have to avoid a booking for the next three games. Yeah. Or the other thing is, go and beat USA on Friday, get in books, because then you'd want the group and you can't be taken <laughs> over to... It. That would be a proper ropey way of doing it, though, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah I, yeah, I guess the messaging comes across like they were like, All right, great. Um, uh, well, where do I love Armband then? The second that they're threatened with bookings and they might lose their best player, they're saying, well, we'd rather win the World Cup than actually care about this campaign.
1: But, I think the main issue is FIFA then saying that they're going to give sporting sanctions for it because that is as far as I'm aware, that's completely unprecedented. You don't see things like that. Obviously, people will get bookings for things like uh, <laughs> people will get bookings for things like taking their top off, and we know that. But as far as I'm aware, this is sort of been brought in specifically to stop this specific incident. Like it's almost like they pulled this rolling out of their ass and just go, actually, no, we're going to book you if you do it because we can, uh, yeah. which is what's the real issue for me um fines like we've seen things like fines for england the fa got fined before for having a poppy on their shirt um so what's the difference between the two um we didn't you didn't dish out a book into every player that wore a poppy on their shirt did you so no consistency
0: Mm. what uh, what they're also going to do with because they're apparently well from what i've read this morning they've they've told Belgium Belgium they've got to change their away strip because they've got love on the back of the collar um
2: what if they don't? Have you seen the Twitter thing? Uh, a guy tried to get in the stadium with a football rainbow shirt, mm. just put it on Twitter, and a Qatari uh, guy replied going, I'm proud that my country rejected you into the stadium. Yeah, That's so, amazing. Yeah, you've got to give Alex Scott her due as well.
0: Yeah. Wearing it on TV is pretty bold.
2: Yeah. Well, she's been getting ripped apart, hasn't she? Because she's been taking the pay packet to actually work on the actual thing, and then... At least this still work at the end of the day, yeah. It's like Gary Neville. Gary Neville's working on BN Sports, isn't he? And the people are saying, You're taking the Qatari money, but he's like, Yeah, but I'm taking the Qatari money to rip them apart. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's tough because, I think, in my honest opinion, the people that have done the most wrong, though, are FIFA. Gianni Infantino's speech the other day was a fucking embarrassment. Like, today I feel like a migrant worker. Today I feel gay. It's like, no, you don't. You have never grown up like a migrant worker earning one pound an hour. You don't know what it's like to fly into a country and feel like you could be killed because of the people you love. You don't understand that. Yeah, it didn't come across well, did it? Not no. No, it's, a,
1: it's a, But then, the thing is with FIFA, the, like, the more things change, the more they stay the same. You can cut off the head of the snake in set bladder, but someone else will just come and take his place it's like corruption yeah. is just so rife and ingrained within everyone within fifa that no matter what you do unless you completely gut it and get rid of everyone and start from scratch which just isn't going to happen because of the way the company uh, well, the company it's not a company but it is it's built from the ground up like it's a non-profit organization that has billions of pounds
0: in the bank like work that one out yeah yeah 100% 100% um Let's get off that sort of negative stuff, because <clears throat> um, I'm sure this will be a talking point for the next sort of four weeks that we're on this as a podcast. So, um, for once, we've actually got a positive outlook on an England opener. Um, so, so far, we've had, what, we have four games? Four games. Yep. Four games. Number five is about to kick off. <clears throat> yeah, Qatar losing 2-0 Ecuador. Um, big West Ham legend, and a Valencia with two. Uh probably should have had three in my eyes, but obviously Matt will tell us different because he's a badger. To be um, fair, in the
2: end, they got to the right decision. But I think, as uh, Alan Shearer said on the commentary, when nobody in that stadium, nobody watching that game, nobody at all thought it was offside.
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%. But yeah, you're probably right. Well, you are right. It was the right decision in the end. Um, obviously, us winning 6-2 yesterday is a great start, and we'll talk about that a lot more in a second. Um, the damp squid of the Netherlands beating Senegal. And I actually thought Senegal played all right for the first sort of 35 Literally. minutes.
2: Terrible. Fair, I thought it would be dull because you look at it and go, Senegal didn't play like explosive, brilliant football in the Afghan. Netherlands are a much more solid base team than they are going forward. So I did think it would be a little bit dull, but not that bad.
0: No. And yeah, no, you're right. And then the another sort of damp one last night of USA versus Wales. Um, which ended in a 1 1 draw. Um, before we move on, Matt, do you want to go through the um, the starting um prediction league? Who's got points? Have we got any Fuck points? Off, Fuck off,
2: uh, uh, off. I would points, if Matt. I'd
1: actually, yeah, I would if I'd actually updated it, but I haven't done it yet. But uh, I'll work on this throughout the pod, uh, updating it, and then I'll give you an update before we do our predictions. Um,
2: Edward, yeah. all Mendy's- I know
1: is I backed 2-0 Neverland's Gakpo first. So I've, I've picked up a 15-pointer on day two. So I
2: don't even know where predictions six. are going. I, I had Gakpo, so I'm a bit higher up than Jamie. Which well, is... I should have had 1-0, but Edwin Mendy decides to have chopped up <laughs> fucking wrist and be a shit goalkeeper again.
0: <laughs> I will. Oh will, Jay. Um, right, let's go back to one o'clock yesterday. Uh, me and you, Matt, were in a pub. And I was very surprised of how busy it was at midday on a Monday, but it was great. It was manic in there, but it was a real, it was a good atmosphere for once, apart from one little div that offered to stab me. Um, but all good fun. <laughs> what is this? What? Yeah, yeah, he was stood behind me. He had, he had a hood on and a hat. Like, it was roasting in there. Honestly, it was like it was warm. Oh, I know he, what you're talking about. He sorry. had a hood on
1: and a
0: hat. Proper little roadman. man. Proper little yeah. Um, And he went, can you step left? So I stepped left and I was even more in his way. And he went, you going to listen to me? I was like, well, if I go left anymore, I'm going to step in front of my mate and step into it. He's like, why are you getting rude? I was like, what is your problem? I mean, if you don't get out of the way, I'm going to stab you. I went, like, oh, shut up, you cunt. <laughs> no, we don't advocate that. that stabbing people, guys. absolute div. Like, idiot. Uh, and that's why I don't like Ian, but there you go. Um, yeah, so a great start for England. 6-2. 6-2. Um, Matt, talk me through it or give me your sort of opinions on the game as a whole. It's
1: a a big surprise. Like, we historically are slow starters, especially in World Cups, but in tournament football in general. Uh, I think I heard a stat that we'd only scored more than two goals in two of our previous, like, 25 World Cup games or something like that. Um, So, to come out and blow them away, I mean... We started fairly well, like, but then there was such a break from the keeper being injured. Mm. Uh, and the fact that he was allowed to stay on the pitch in the first place was just yeah. a joke. It just goes to show that these medical staff aren't doing their job properly because they should be taking him out of the situation like we see in other sports where they go through concussion protocol, they do it in cricket, they do it in the NFL, they get taken out for their own safety because no player is going to want to come off in that situation. Mm. Uh, but that obviously killed momentum a little bit, even though it was only sort of less than 10 minutes into the game when that started. Um, but we were completely unthreatened in that first half. We played them off the park, uh, and you felt like it could be one of those when Maguire hit the bar that are, uh, is it going to be another one of those sort of days? Um, but then once we got that first goal, it was always just going to be a matter of sort of how many because. They did try to come at us a little bit and that less space um, because they can play football. They're obviously in the top twenty in the FIFA world rankings for a reason. They're not they're not a terrible side, um, so they do like to try and play football. It's not going to be like we'll probably see in this Saudi Arabia or Argentina game that's about to kick off that Saudi Arabia will just stick all of their men behind the ball and hope for the best. Um, but Iran aren't going to do that, and probably neither will USA or Wales. So hopefully that is a bit of encouragement for us in these in these next two games. Um, Bellingham with a great goal to get us going. I think, yeah, it's first goal for England. Um, I think Saka like, had a good game. He looked good, uh, obviously picking up two goals. Um, just Daryl, obviously, very disappointed that Kane didn't have a shot on target at all during the game. Uh, but he, oh,
0: he's, do, he's doing what he does so often. Yeah, either.
1: Yeah, he, he's just doing what he does so often, coming deep and then letting players run off him. Um, he does it for Spurs. It can be frustrating when things aren't going well for you say that game dragged on and went on for a little bit longer and we still were at nil nil oh that's good the tv coverage of uh
2: i was about oh there to we go it's that. back
1: oh no it's gone again what's going on here what are they showing that they don't want broadcast <laughs> um but yeah so like the main talking point for me coming out of this game is var um that was, and the fat penalty fat was fat. given and the penalty wasn't given um real question right there. Yeah, we're going to probably have to be a little bit better defensively, but it's, it's a great start to the tournament. The only thing we
2: could have asked for more was a clean sheet. Hmm. I think after that, because I, I did mention it, I think you should back a penalty in every game at the World Cup. And so far, we've had three games. There's been a well, uh, three game, four games, three have had a penalty. You'd make loads of money, I think, if you bet on a penalty every game. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, because you can see it coming. It's just, again, it's the inconsistency of rest. To or, be
2: fair, in two of them so more pens. Like, one for the USA way it was last night and the uh, Ecuador one were pens. But how was your Iran's one a penalty, but well, our one in the first half? Give, half.
0: You, it probably is a penalty. But at the same time, if you're giving that a penalty, you've then got to give the one in the first half a
2: penalty. Mm. Yeah.
0: So that's, just, that's just it. Yeah, that's... This. Yes. So the fact that they didn't even get the ref to go and check the monitor is a joke. And then he goes and checks it for that one. And it actually, for me, all right, he's pulling his shirt, but he's nowhere near the ball. Like Even if he doesn't pull his shirt, he ain't getting near it. Right, mm. it looked, As you were looking at it, I was like, I don't think you're going to give this, but they did. Carry on, guys. I've just got to shoot off for a second. I'll be back in two minutes.
2: You're the ref then, Jamie. You tell me about it. I think the biggest issue in life, I don't think it was a pen anyway, but it's how you don't give the one in the first half where the geezer does not turn his head towards the ball and no point looks at where Maguire is going and look at where the ball's going. He's just on Maguire. It weren't a penalty in my eyes. And to be fair, I'm not a bad ref because apparently I didn't do a bad job for you lot on Sunday. So I'll take that as a compliment.
1: Yeah, credit where it's due. You were uh, you had a good game. So okay, I'll, I'll, to be fair, as I said, my only uh,
2: gripe with you in the game was not calling it off because <laughs> cooking, had a I, needed nice be I needed to relax in moment. I needed to. The thing was, I knew I had a decent game because Daryl didn't call me the c word about once or twice. So you <laughs> yeah. Game.
0: yeah
2: but I didn't think it was a pen. And I think the biggest issue in life is for me, the inconsistency that the one in the first half wasn't given, and that was, and I think as Neville and that said on the contrary, it goes, if they do that later on and knock someone out of the competition, there'll be massive riots. Luckily, it was just a, a consolation goal for uh, Iran. So it didn't matter, but they've got to sort it out further along down the line. Yeah. i um... I reckon
0: what's his name? Pier Luigi cleaner one of the is the chief referee over there still. And he's come out this morning talking about the um added time, which is good, which I'm sure we'll talk about as well in a minute. So I'm sure yeah. he'll have a say on the inconsistencies of VAR because 'cause I've I know you've read it as well, Matt, um, Old oh, Clattenberg's book. And they said how yeah. how good Pier Luigi cleaner is in everything, all sort all the sort of little details. So I'm sure I'm sure it'll get sorted at some point, but as you say, if that happens in a semi final, there's there'll be big riots, there'll be big problems. So they've got to get it sorted nice and quick. Um players have stood out for you, yesterday. Um obviously we've said Saka, the, the, the sort of goal scorers. Anyone else?
2: Uh well you wanna talk do you want to talk about Declan Rice, Daryl?
0: We can talk about Declan Rice. I also want to mention I also want to mention Harry Maguire. Um, yeah, he was decent. I thought Harry Maguire was very good yesterday. A threat in the air, which we know he is. If he'd have scored that first goal, I would
2: have been—I'd have been buzzing. Um, I'll be honest. I do think he gets turned a bit easy for the first goal. He's too forward, but other than that, yeah, was, yeah,
0: he's already said though at that point because I, I thought that, but he'd already said that he wanted to come off at that point. Yeah, because um, he, he had no vision. Time. So um, I think you could sort of give him. A little bit of leeway on the goal, but you're right, he did get turned pretty easy. But that yeah. their strikers not a patch striker to read me. Yeah, he's done well. He's yeah. a decent player. So um yeah, look, people people now need to forget about everything that Maguire's done for United over the last year or so. Just get behind him.
2: Yeah, you can't yeah. deny it. A lot of the time, I know he was shit against Germany earlier in the Nations League. He hasn't all he's pretty good for England. He's not normally been bad. No.
0: Him and, him and Stones are going to play. That's it. So, just get behind it. All right. It's the same as, oh, I can't stand dire, but Dyer, oh, all could say, is going to play as well um, at times. time. So, you've just got to get behind it, which we're England fans now, do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Declan Rice, anyway. Uh, we had sort of a bit of a disagreement. I thought he was excellent yesterday uh, for what he'd done. Didn't have to do loads. Kept the ball well. Sort of broke up play when he needed to. so you asked from him. Worth saying, though, boys? That's one messy shot on target.
2: Yeah, that's lad, true. Lad. <laughs> Love it. took a
0: minute. <laughs> yeah. So, what's your thoughts on Rice? I I used to weren't as impressed. I just think he's well class He's
2: everything he does. He does well. I I don't think he was okay. bad by any means. I just I didn't think he was a standout. He was a typical. Yeah, but you're not going
0: to the CDM is not going to stand out in a six-two victory.
2: Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I disagreed with Sky's rating. I didn't think he was a five because a five for me suggests you were below par. I thought he was, he was, he did what he had to do. Like, he will probably walk away from the game going, that was probably one of my easier games. I would say, yeah, it was a six, six and a half for me.
1: Yeah. What about you, Matt? Yeah, I pretty agree. And like I said in when we were chatting about it last night, I thought he had a, a decent enough, solid game. Um he, he, I think he had a couple of poor touches and a couple of misplaced passes, but over the course of 90 minutes, when you have so much of the ball, that's going to happen. Um, I don't think there's any cause for concern with him. Um, I think he'll, obviously, he'll still be the main man, um, alongside Bellingham, who I think was a standout yesterday himself. Mm. Um, he is just different gravy at 19 years old. But, mm. yeah, I think he was solid enough. And I think, like, like I said, six, six and a half, like Jamie said, a fairly standard performance, um, but... I don't know what Sky were talking about with a five. That is that is very harsh. That suggests, like Jamie says, that you've had a bad game
0: um, in a, in that sort of situation. Yeah, no, I, I do agree in a way. Um, but he, he, he's going to have a lot tougher games to come, especially, well, even the next two. Stepping up against like to Pulisic. And what what I liked and what I what was it to Josh Sargent yesterday, first half, he, obviously he plays as a striker, but he was dropping more into a midfield sort of five yesterday. He's been having a good season. He's having a really good season. Which was then hard for the hard for Wells then to get the ball into their obviously Ramsey, Wilson, and Bow. So if he does that again, Rice should actually get a bit more time on the ball deeper to try and play how he does for West Ham. So it'll be interesting to see what he does on Friday. Um I also think he maybe should have been taken off with about fifteen to go because we had the extra sub as well. I think we had two extra subs in with the did Maguire come off for a concussion? I don't think he did. In the end, did he? You were no. But maybe could have given Calvin Phillips uh, a few a few minutes at the end there to and uh, then to rest Rice. But well, there we go. Um, Harry Kane is another one I want to talk about. I thought he was very good yesterday, but obviously there is now a worry of him with an injury. What was your thoughts on him yesterday? I think
1: overall we had a like a solid game. He did what we expect from him. Um, so. Yeah, it was pretty disappointing and he'll be disappointed that he didn't get on the score sheet when we, when we scored six goals. But he was instrumental in the build-up play. Um, he got, was it two assists in the end? Uh, yeah, he great. got one for Rashford and one for Sterling. Um, so he, he is more than just a striker for England. Um, as he is for Spurs, he, he does like to come deep, get involved with play and link it up the play between the midfielders and and then the wingers that tend to be the ones running on behind him. So, um, yeah, it worked like his role worked very well. I think we'll see a lot more of the same um, against USA and Wales. He's not someone that likes to necessarily be up on the on the last line. He likes to come a bit deeper, link up the play, and it works really well. So
2: it's one it of his strongest suits have. as a striker. It works when you have people that are willing to run in behind. And credit to him, that's what Sterling did yesterday, and it worked well. Um, I do, I do think it's actually a positive that we scored six goals and our talisman striker scored zero. Shows that the depth in our team is good. Uh, all of them scoring their first World Cup goal. I actually look at the team and I think, we I mean, have got goal scorers everywhere. Sterling's record for England really good. Uh, Kane is a goal scorer. Jude Bellingham is now a goal scorer. Like um, kind of you Look sad. at Bellingham, he's already scored, like is it nine for Dortmund so yeah. far this season? So if you go in all comps and internationals in double figures, like the man is ultra talented and I actually think he worked well where we played him probably in a more advanced role um, than Mount I wouldn't have started Mount yesterday but he was fine I actually think if Calvin Phillips was fit it wouldn't have I think Phillips might have started ahead of him but I don't know about you no, I, I think he I think, he, I I think Mount's his guy there's a, guys this could be four for five there's a VIR check for a penalty
0: spoilers Jamie. Jamie. Jesus. No spoilers. Yeah, stop it. Um you say so you some talking about, people uh, talking about goal score, a as well, six in twenty-one for England. Yeah. yeah. Not a bad little record. Um and even come off the bench. Like that's just a starters. Rashford. Rashford for me, and I've said this the other day, Rashford's our sort of the player here that could be really uh really really interesting for England late on. So if games are tight, like yesterday, you just see him break through. And he, his pace will break through most defences and cause all sorts of problems. Um, it's good to see him I just, yesterday. I just Great. want to
1: say how hilarious it is that they took that free kick while the ref was running off to go and look at the VAR money. <laughs> Jamie, yeah. this, you, this bet that you're on about, back the back the
2: penalties. Yeah, might have to start. Have you backed it, Jay? No, I, uh I backed it this game. I've backed him in all but the Qatari game. And well, so I'm three for four now. And it's two to one every game.
0: So. Oh it's got to be Messi's second shot on target.
2: Yeah, if he takes it, it will. Which he is. <laughs> no one else
1: is gonna take it easy. And yeah. can I just say me and Jamie in the predictions have got Messi first goal, Daryl went for Martinez.
0: I oh, went Martinez, yeah. Um, I could um, give you a little
1: update now. I've I've updated, I've gone through, got the predictions in, and the table <laughs> is now updated. Uh so Jamie with um, not the best start.
0: <laughs> so me and Matt also had 2-0 Valencia against Qatar. Yeah, I think so, yeah.
1: Um, no, we all, we all forgot completely to
2: predict the opening game because it was an absolute shitter that none of us care about. To be fair, I did um, put in a prediction of 1-1 in another league, so you could have taken that for me. And I think, what did you have, there?
0: I had 3-1.
2: 3-1
0: Ecuador. Hmm.
1: Fair enough, but no, I'm not taking that um, because that would mean I'm not top of the table. <laughs> um, so Jamie, so far, uh, you've got two correct results. Um, the sure. England game and the Netherlands game. You're sat on four points. Darrell, um, a first goal scorer in the Netherlands game, plus the correct um, result. And you nailed the one all in the USA Wales game. And I so far, um obviously we all got the credits up for England. Um I got the, the full house for the Senegal Netherlands game. Um so the table is Jamie on four points, Daryl on sixteen, and me on seventeen.
0: Oh Jamie being left behind thirty doors. Hey, I'll take my five points. Yeah, it. just like... got messy though. Yeah, yeah. we'll just I'm take those way. five points. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll put that green. <laughs> um this uh Let's take a little break while we've just while we've just seen that Messi goal, and then we'll come back and discuss the next lot of fixtures for Group B.
2: Right,
0: we are back. Um, nice little penalty, actually, um, from Messi there. Um, just waiting for him to go, didn't he? That sends our uh, sends our bet off to a very, very good start. I was going to say, um, was, was the guy booked as well? I don't know. Uh, let me have a little look. Um, anyway, no. coming on to, so obviously England have just played. We've got obviously a lot a lot of games. We've got four games today, four tomorrow, four Thursday, four Friday. What
2: a cracking <laughs> few days of football, eh? Um, and then you've got the uh, Thanksgiving football Thursday night as well. Stop it. Stop it. i got a less than two pretty. I'm
1: pretty sure I just heard a knock under on the other side of Daryl's desk.
0: Yeah. I'm, off, I'm off Friday as well. Pat's on here you go. I here
2: I go. How can you presume it will reach? <laughs> He's I'm very sat down high up against my
0: <laughs> Um Yeah, so a lot of games, obviously a lot of good games and a lot of good players to still play. Um, looking forward to seeing Brazil, looking forward to seeing Germany, actually. Hmm. Is it Germany, Japan Tomorrow?
2: Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a very good thing. very, Japan, a, Japan could definitely surprise a few. Yeah, and I think I'd
0: Japan would be good this year. I, I actually think I predicted predicting something that Japan will go through that group. And I believe Spain might get knocked out, but we'll see. Um, Friday is the next time we see Group B play. Um, same day that Group A play again as well. So it is the 10 o'clock yeah. kickoff, which will be Wales versus Iran. Then the two Group A games in the middle, and then we are on seven PM against the Yanks. Um, we're out. We're out on a piss up. I'm very, very much looking forward to it. Yeah. Will you remember the game of football though? Probably not. We're out for the four o'clock. I oh, will be pissed by seven. <laughs> what game of
2: o'clocker? Four o'clocks. Holland, Ecuador. That should be a decent game actually, because mm. well, I actually think Ecuador. So Ecuador have been probably the second most impressive team. Just...
0: Yeah, but against a terrible outfit.
2: Yeah. But... Right, they were bad. Yeah. And
0: what made me laugh
1: was how stupid it was the fact that they left Valencia on as long as they did when he was clearly
0: struggling with an injury. Mm. Yeah. But anyway. Didn't make sense, did it? Um, <clears throat> right. So, Group B as it stands, England on four, po- four points? Three points with a plus or difference. <laughs> Uh, USA and Wales on one point each, and Iran on none. Um, Before we talk about England, Wales' game against Iran is the early one. Um, Wales really need a result in that, don't they? Yeah, if they don't get a win, they're pretty much done, aren't they? Let's
1: be honest.
2: Yeah, I was going to say to come and beat us. Yeah, because well, yeah, you need a win. I think second place is probably looking at finishing on four points. Probably comes down to goal difference. So how much? for an England fan, you'd take another draw there as well, wouldn't you? Take another draw there, beat the Yanks, you are qualified. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, I think if you do draw, you're mathematically through, aren't you?
0: No, uh, really. no, what? we'd have to beat the Yanks still, but we'd top the group if we beat the Yanks and they draw. Yeah, that's true. So, um, but yeah, it's a massive game for them. I did, and I didn't think, I didn't think Wales were very good last night, um,
2: and Eight. I, I also don't think Iran are going to be that bad again. I thought first half Wales looked lost in the moment. Yeah. Almost like they the stage had got to them. Second half, they were better, but they still looked lacked, like they were going to score. It took a Tim Ream fuck up for them to actually look to get a chance. So I think XG did have them winning, but when you remove the penalty, I think they were both below one XG each. Like both looked very toothless. Um, they
0: looked the better side with for Moore up front, I'll put it that way.
2: Yeah, they
1: did. They did. It just gives them that little bit extra, doesn't it, of a hold up. When you've got Dan James as your main man, basically, you're reliant on your counter-attacks and spacing behind. And, and the US dealt with that pretty well. Um, once you get a little bit more of a physical presence up there, a different story, and he's, he's been in form for Bournemouth coming into the tournament. Um, he's found form at the right time, so he can be a handful to, for defenders to deal with. Um, we've yeah. seen that, like he's got two against Spurs like, recently. Uh, not that they have the best defensive record lately.
2: Yeah, but, surprised Danny Ward weren't in goal as well. He's really turned the corner in the last few games, and Wayne Hennessy doesn't play for Palace, so that
0: was yeah, a- has right. been their keeper though for Donkeys, and he? like these. Yeah. And as, as a team like Wales coming in. I w- I'd like, I, w- I don't know. I w- would have to look it up to see how many of the qualification games Hennessy's played and the warm up games. But if it's been mainly Hennessy, you wouldn't change the keeper at this point.
2: I know I Hennessy, Hennessy. Yeah, I know Hennessy was playing in their qualifying to Ukraine. Um, so. He's been their number one for years. And Wald's still quite young, so Wald will get a go. But
0: um, you, you don't change a goalkeeper coming into a World Cup, especially yeah. your first game since 58. Um, yes. Yeah, Obviously, we'll do predictions later on in the week for that, but it's a massive game for the Welsh. Um, and they have to say, especially playing us last, they have to get a result. Have to. Yeah. Um, let's move on to our game. Uh, as, as I said, seven o'clock on Friday night, 10 p.m. Qatari time. It's late, in it, those games? Yeah. It's a late
2: old game. <clears throat> um, we should beat these after last night's performance. Yeah. Yeah. Um... The thing is, I thought they'd be decent coming into the tournament, but I think they just lacked that link-up play between their front three. Like I know Sergeant up deep and he's done all right, but you where we'll have Rice, who probably will play better as a cover, I don't know if they've got that midfield option who's really going to link up between the midfield and attack.
0: The only uh, one he's, is the one from Leeds. Is it Aronson?
2: Yeah, and he doesn't rate player. him. He hasn't nah, been playing him much. Good, a good player. I like him because it's typically because they play five at the back, it's typically Tyler Adams and Western McKenney. Mm. and they're, they're good holding midfields, but yeah, there's no connection to the attacking further the pitch. Like I would be shocked if we don't win this game. I think we win to nil personally, just because I didn't think they looked great going forward. Uh, yeah, they surprised... Uh, it, yeah, they like, did surprise me because I didn't think either team looked great. Yeah. It's always hard to predict
0: to nil because these teams, their biggest game in, in the groups England, England. Most, most teams' biggest games will be against England. So, you know, they're put, they're going to be right up. Same as Wales. Even if Wales are knocked out and we're qualified, whatever, they're going to be right up for Tuesday night.
2: I don't know. Iran versus USA is a big game on Tuesday. A lot yeah, of politics there.
0: It's a massive game, especially if... Well, if Wales don't get signed, USA are going to have to beat them. Yeah. So, um, I, I think we'll win and I think it'll be comfortable. But it won't be as easy again as what we think it will be. Um, they've got some good players. That's the right back plays in Europe. Um, the thing is, like right, the coach has said, like,
1: the new measuring stick for American players now really is Champions League football because they've got, I think, nine of their squad have played <laughs> Champions League football. Um, so, they're no mugs for, for sure, but... Mm. What they really lack is an out-and-out goal scorer.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: They need to get Josie out
2: the door back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only Jonathan David didn't uh, decide to play for Canada, because he was born in the USA, that would have been a massive... He would have been a really good player for them.
0: When are they on? Thursday? I uh,
2: think so. Yeah, I think so. Let me look. Um, Canada. Who? No, ain't... Tomorrow.
0: Tomorrow
2: at seven, Belgium.
0: Belgium tomorrow, that'd be an interesting one. I'm looking forward to seeing them play actually. Um, I'm hoping that Alfonso Davis can play some part.
1: Yeah, um, good play. This game, it depends. This game might be too early, they might have to save him for, yeah, uh, yeah. especially seeing as Belgium are obviously. I mean, the golden generation are getting on a little bit now, but they're still the big team they in that group, so maybe saving for group a up? probably
0: they top that group, shouldn't they? You think so, wouldn't you? Is hmm. that Morocco, Croatia? They, yeah, they should do. It's them. The and Croatia really should be the two that
2: go through. They're not bad teams by any means, because Morocco obviously have some decent players. Like they can leave. I don't think Hakim Ziyech got called up to the squad. Canada have got a lot better over time, and Croatia are <laughs> World Cup runner-ups literally four years ago. So it's a harder group than I think people perceive.
0: I think there we can argue to what. What we fought two years ago, they've got a lot more younger players in their squad now. Obviously, they've still got the likes of Luka Modric and players like that, but they're they're not as I think. I think they'll surprise a couple this year Croatia. Mm. You could argue that Croatia got the best midfield three in the
2: tournament still. What is it, Modric, Brozovic, Kovačić? Kovačić, yeah, Kovačić is a great midfielder. Yeah,
0: great
1: midfielder. So
0: they're, yeah, they're excited. <clears throat> um, I just want to say, I assume.
1: Injuries dependent. We think we line up the same as we did
2: uh, yesterday on yes. Friday. Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: What um, What if Kane isn't fit? Did he just go Cullen Wilson or did he go over Fox Knight? I'd go Rashford. I'd go Wilson. Um, I'm fuming at Wilson, though, for squaring that ball to Greenwich. <laughs> Why?
1: If only, if only I'd Kane a tenner on Wilson next goal. <laughs> if only uh, Kane done
2: that four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, what? I I would probably go Rashford just because I think he's a better option. But I don't, well, I'd, I'd probably go
0: Rashford. But then I think it's a bit of a kick in the teeth to Wilson if you don't plan.
1: him. Yeah, it makes too much difference either way. I think regardless of who it is, we should yeah. have enough.
0: Yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, what's your predictions for it? Uh, I'll
2: question. go. I'll go to New England. I. I don't I think defensively there's a couple of holes. I like, I know Tim Reen's been decent for Fulham this year, but he showed he's still Tim Reen yesterday night. Um and attacking wise, no one really scares me in their team. So yeah, I'll go two nil, first goal scorer, because he didn't score on uh, yesterday, I'll go Harry Kane. Um and he's our penalty taker and there's a penalty in basically every fucking World Cup game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We don't get penalties. We get like yeah, true. We don't get them. Um, I'm going to go with 3-1 England. I think we carry on our good form. And I'm going to go with that man, Saka. I've also gone 2-0, Jamie. Uh, but I've
1: gone Sterling first. Uh, I think, as you know, I predicted 2-0 Kane yesterday. Um, but yeah, same result. I think I think it's one of the, like, I can't see us going out and blasting them off the park like we did at Ron, um, but I'll probably be proven wrong. But I think it will be a little bit more of a calm game. Do what we need to do, get the job done. Six points out of six,
0: send us into that yeah. last 16. Top the top group, play the second team isn't it? in Group A. Done. I can't wait to throw a beer out of you on Friday, Gamer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy two just not one. not even
1: when we score just when it kicks in
0: you buy two beers I've never seen the day you <laughs> <laughs> no, buy a new one hey, I'm hey, to... hey, hey. <laughs> missy, it? oh he's offside
2: yeah he's offside Ah, oh, damn I've got him to score two or more in another bit as well Wait, what should... so you went 3-0 in this game yeah uh, did I go 3-0
0: yeah you did yeah and Jamie went
2: 4 yeah Come on, come on, Argentina. For
0: a for a team that we thought might sit back here, that that, that was a high a line from Saudi right well.
2: now. To be fair, I've got Argentina to win the tournament as well. I think they're the best team, so common the Argentinians.
1: Mm. I think mean, the only issue they have gotten I said this to Darrell is the centre half pairing.
2: Yeah, I actually think they're better. I think Martinez and Romero, considering the centre backs they took last time, they had Nicolas Otamendi and Otamendi starting. Oh I mean wait. Otamendi and Romero, isn't it? Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. I thought Lissandro Martinez started. How the fuck is Lissandro Martinez not started?
1: Exactly. That's what I mean. What I mean, Otamendi I is just a little bit. um loose. Yeah. Like, Any cool.
0: you want to talk about here today, boys? No. Nah. Is it coming home?
2: Yes. Cool. Just boys
0: no,
2: no, out. No, really
0: yes. yes. Um, out, not Jamie? <laughs> uh, not yet. Oh, that's oh. the sign I was going to cite you, Jake. Um, who's got the most wins as an England manager in major tournaments?
2: Gareth Southgate, probably. Yeah. Southgate. yeah.
0: Well, and that might, have, and the stat actually was World Cups. He's got nine World Cup wins as well.
2: I was going to say because so, the only other manager I probably would have guessed it could have been was Bobby, but Bobby, I only think took us to two tournaments. Second, Alf
0: Ramsey with yeah, eight. Yeah. So, Alf Ramsey with eight. Southgate with now nine.
2: So, i going to say, yeah, Ramsey, that do not surprise me either. No. Well, I've got to say is
0: that that messy
1: goal um, is obviously a big one for him because that means he is now clear of Enna Valencia in the World Cup goal
0: scoring charts. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter because Bakayo Saku is going to score seven and be the top one of this tournament and it will be out there. On the the indication
2: Euros. for the last World Cup. He'll be out there on the the yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, there is no West Ham news. Obviously, if there is anything over the coming up,
2: we will uh, be in the Except we're listening to offers for Declan Rice.
0: Uh, is it news though? Because I think they said they're going to offer him a new no contract. I don't think <laughs> it's massive news. If he if he turns down a new contract, why wouldn't you listen to offers and get money from? Yeah, him exactly. Now? I don't think I don't think it's like yes, it's it's news, but it's not surprising, is it? No, because yeah. if he if he signs a new contract, fantastic. All right, we could still mm. sell it. Doesn't matter. You just add more money onto the sale price. Yeah, it doesn't. You don't want to let. Him... You don't wanna let him go for free because he is an eighty plus eighty million plus pound player right now. Mm. So if you let him go for free, you're literally getting nothing for him. Hook him, hook him. So it's uh yeah, I don't think it's major news. It would definitely something look look into, um, especially coming into January. Um, but yeah. Um I think that's it from us today. Um we'll be back probably Monday morning, um before the Wales game. So yeah. And on that bombshell, I'll round us off. <laughs>
1: um, that that offside was pretty tight. I know he was off. but yeah. um, Tell you what, though, James, if you're backing it to win it, Argentina haven't blown you away, so far. Saudi Arabia are uh, getting forward quite a bit.
2: Yeah, but they're not not scored. It's fine. No, true. They'll realise that Nicholas Sondamendi's shit, Brie and Martinez, and they'll win the World Cup.
1: Okay, fair enough. I'll, I'll let you have that one. Uh, you're going to round us off then, Daryl? Finish yourself. I
0: take So the last thing to say is, come a new Lions. Come a new Lions. lions. Uh!